Welcome to the program, everybody. You just stepped inside of Psychotic Bump School, the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul. My name is DJ Rome, and I want to welcome you to another exciting edition of Psychotic Bump School as we close out 2022. So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight... Oh, we have an amazingly full show. First and foremost, shouts out to Argentina, winners of this year's World Cup. They defeated France, y'all, in penalty kicks. So shouts out to France as well for putting up a good fight. And Lionel Messi wins his first championship World Cup status, baby. And we're having a great time closing out the year as well here on KCWG with uh, Psychotic Bump School. We have an amazing panel coming through. We're going to have Lori Peacock and licensed clinical social worker Casey Phillips-Brown. We're going to be talking about the ongoing trial between Megan Thee Stallion and rapper Tory Lanez. Oh, my God. The things that are coming out of this trial, the twists and turns are amazing. So you don't want to miss this conversation. And we're going to be doing a recap of 2022. So you might want to call your friends and family to the radio or the computer because we are about to set it off. So this is KCWG, the My name is DJ Rome. Welcome to Psychotic Bump School. Stay tuned for more. We're going to kick off our show with Lori and Casey after this. Uh, I think it's that time. I know that your favorite time of year and the laughter and cheerful spirit reminds you of trips around the sun. Yeah, I'll show you 365, but today I want to make sure it's just right. Christmas is all the time when I'm with you. That's 
what I'm trying to say, you know? <laughs> okay, we are back. KCWG, the truth.com. This program is called Psychotic Bum School. My name is DJ Rome. And ladies and gentlemen, we are fast approaching the year 2023 as we close out 2022. And it, of course, is ending in great and grand fanfare. So uh, we are happy that this is going to be, well, <laughs> not happy, but you know what I mean. We're excited that this is the final uh, live episode of Psychotic Bum School for 2022 to give you all a chance to have some rest, some time with some loved ones, and some time to regroup and to bring in and usher in the new year in grand fashion. But uh, we got some business to attend to for this final episode of 2022. There's been some incredible developments in the world of entertainment. So y'all know this is a multifaceted uh, platform here. And so we have to make sure that we cover everything that involves the, the crux of this program. Uh, we started with a rather ambitious profile or ambitious uh, aims anyway that we would cover uh, from pillar to post, anything related to politics, mental health and entertainment, essentially. So we got a lot of entertainment and mental health news to get to this evening. And uh, I am happy to have our panel back to help me discuss it all. There have been some celebrity trials, there have been some accusations, there have been some uh, groundbreaking testimonies that have occurred this past week, oh my God. Uh, I think we should get to it. But before we do, we have an esteemed panel back with us. And uh, I'm going to introduce them one by one. You know this good sister. She's here often. She is celebrating some really good news. And uh, <laughs> she's uh, perfectly timed for this holiday season because Christmas came early. And uh, congratulations to her. The good sister is back, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Lori Peacock. Lori, are you in the house? I am, Ro. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much. You're very, very welcome. And y'all know this other good sister. We are introducing her as the author of We Just Said No, Treating ADHD Without Medication. She She's like dropping cues and text messages. It's like, dang, Casey, let me do it. Don't gun it. Uh, this good sister is a licensed clinical social worker. She is super talented. She's multi-talented. And uh, y'all know who she is. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome back to Psychotic Bum School, our good sister, Casey Phyllis Brown. Miss Brown, are you in the house? Hey, y'all. I'm in the house. I missed last week and I hear I missed something good. I got to go you? check out the, the previous uh, podcast. I'm behind. Yeah, you're behind and you need to play some Rufus and Shaka Khan so we can uh, tell you something good. So that's how we do it around here. So you had to be born before uh, 1980 in order to get that joke. That's why this panel is so silent right now. Rufus and Shaka Khan, <laughs> tell me something good, written by Stevie Wonder. Tell me something good. Thank you. Hello. 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 I love that song. That's uh, so a Stevie Wonder song. Yep. Oh, we love that song. Yep. Oh, I got it. I got it. You were just breaking up a little bit, so I had a little bit of trouble hearing. Yeah, it's breaking up I, a little bit on my end too. Just you to know let what? You know, I'm not sure Maybe I don't know what's happening with that. I think I better relocate just for this one. So that's all I need to hear. So let's go ahead and do that. So as I'm repositioning myself, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to talk a bit about what's been happening in the news. We have had uh, several major. Legal developments this year in 2022. I'm not going to cover them all. Uh, one being Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Uh, one would even argue even prior to that, the pending case that never happened between, um, what's his name, Epstein. Uh, he died in prison or he committed suicide, I believe he did. And of course, Harvey Weinstein with the whole Me Too thing. And so there's always been this culture since that time uh, where 
the uh, grievances of women have come front and center and have uh, aimed to be taken far more seriously than they have in the past. Well, we have another one here. Um, I'm going to set this up this way, y'all. The case of Megan Thee Stallion, Grammy Award winner, rapper, uh, the multi-talented uh, rapper out of Houston, Texas. She goes by the name Megan the Stallion. And she calls herself a stallion because that's a Southern colloquialism for a tall, shapely woman. Uh, it is uh, deemed to be a compliment. Uh, Megan herself is about 5'10", almost 5'11". So she's a, a rather, um, she, she's a woman through and through. So she calls herself Megan the Stallion. Um, she came into prominence a few years ago. Uh, with some big hits with uh, Beyonce, as well as, of course, Cardi B. I'm not going to say the name of the song, but look her up and you'll see what I'm talking about. And she, in 2020, in fact, at the height of coronavirus, maybe it wasn't the height, but toward the beginning of it, um, July of 2020, she had an incident with fellow rapper Tory Lanes. Now, every time I used to see his names, Casey and Lori, I would see the name Tory Lanez. And I, I would see that last name, L-A-N-E-Z. I was like, is that Lanez? But he pronounces it Lanez. And just for context, ladies and gentlemen, Lanez is a nickname he got from a childhood friend uh, who used to tease him somehow about the way he would drive and swerve into different lanes. So L-A-N-E-Z is pronounced Lanez in his name. And he calls himself Tory for a reason as well. His favorite, one of his favorite musical heroes in rap music is the late Notorious B.I.G. So short for Notorious, he calls himself Tory. That comes from Notorious. He put that with Lanes and he became Tory Lanes. His government name, however, is when he was uh, given, the, the name he was given at birth was Daystar Peterson. Daystar Peterson. He was born in Canada, actually. He's actually Canadian. Daystar Peterson is his real name, but his stage name is Tory Lanes. All right. So that's who they are. So back in July 2020, Megan Thee Stallion came forward and said that Tory Lanez uh, shot her multiple times in the feet. After well, I, want, I kind of want to stop you right there, though. But but go ahead. But I kind of no. want to stop you because I, I don't know. That's not necessarily true. Yeah, that is true. That's what the accusation <laughs> is, is that she, she, that's what, come on, let me set it up now. She reported, she reported that she was shot multiple times in the feet. OK. And so since that time, of course, the claws have come out for one side and the waves of support have come out for the other. And you can pretty much imagine where the um, where the allegiances fell on this one. But this is how it started a couple years ago. I'm going to take you back. I'm going to take you back, back into time. Where is that from? Is that Public Enemy? I think I can't remember where that's from, but I'm going to show you something real quick. This is how it started when she was on Gail King's show. Now, this was infamous because it also featured uh, R. Kelly, not on the same episode, but Gail King in recent years, Casey and Lori, you remember how it was all about Oprah, 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 Oprah? And since that time, uh, mm -hmm. Gail has sort of emerged now. So this was Megan Thee Stallion uh, maybe a couple years ago on Gail King. Let me see if I can cue this up. So, so it, it, it wasn't that long ago. And if this is in the middle. There you this go. isn't the beginning. This is the beginning. There you go. Let me set it up. Here we go. It was an argument because I was ready to go and everybody else wasn't ready to go. But that's like normal friend yes. stuff. Like yeah. we fuss about silly, silly stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. But I never put my hands on anybody. I never 
raise my voice too loud. Like this was one of them times where it was like, it shouldn't have got this crazy. It shouldn't have escalated to right. the way that it did. So I get out the car and it's like, everything happens so fast. And all I hear is this man screaming is, he said, dance bitch. And he starts shooting and I'm just like, oh my God. Like he shot a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And I, I so was is so he scared. in the car shooting from the car? Megan? He is he... standing up over the window, okay. shooting. Mm -hmm. And okay, let me let me let that finish. I didn't even want to move. I didn't want to move too quick, like because I'm like, oh my god, if I take the wrong step, I don't know if he can shoot something that's like super important. I don't know if he could shoot me and kill me. Like, Were you afraid for your life at that I time? I was really scared because I had never been shot at before. Okay. So that was from uh, Gail King. And fast forward to most recently or since that time, Tori has since been put on house arrest and he's essentially been given a gag order. Uh, both of them have released music since that time. Uh, both have claimed uh, both sides are not telling the truth or being fully forthcoming. There have been some developments from the court case this week. Uh, a guy that goes by the name Lawyers for... Oh, my God. When we walk... <laughs> Lawyers for Workers. Sorry about that. Lawyer for Workers is his name. He's actually been inside the courtroom as the testimony has been unfolding. And what started off as, at least from the prosecution standpoint, a slam dunk case that uh, Tory was indeed the shooter, um, they expected Kelsey Harris, which was a friend, notice I said was, was a friend of Megan Thee Stallion, who was also present during that incident. They expected her to testify on behalf of the prosecution. Uh, what instead happened was completely unexpected. And Casey, Lori, I promise you, when I get through setting this up, most of this conversation is going to be with y'all. Uh, but let me set this up with this. This is, I don't know who this guy is, but he just goes by lawyers for workers. He was inside the courtroom as testimony was heard. And this is what he saw. Stand by. Walked out of that courtroom just now. Every single person was shocked. Every single person was frozen. A lot of people were looking at me like, bro. Tell me what is going on. Kelsey took the stand before she even started talking. There were fireworks. This started with Kelsey coming in and saying she is invoking her Fifth Amendment right to remain silent and not testify. When someone invokes the Fifth Amendment, they have to be invoking it because if they were to testify, they would be giving testimony that incriminates themselves. She said, I will not testify because I would be giving testimony that I'm incriminating myself. That's what it means when she invoked the Fifth Amendment. Now, the government offered her immunity. They said that we will not prosecute you and use this testimony against you, so please testify. Her lawyer came back and said, well, that's not good enough. I don't want you to just not use her testimony against her. I want you to confirm to me that you will not prosecute her for any crimes arising out of this instance, out of this situation. The prosecutors have said, yes, on the record, we will not be charging Kelsey for anything that came out of this incident. And then she testified. I'm going to go over the whole testimony in the next video, but here's the piece that we just left off at lunch. The courtroom is just, I can't even explain the tension. They asked her, at one point, did Tori ever say that I'll shoot you? And she said, I'm invoking my Fifth Amendment right, which suggests, they, they asked her, what's the context? When did he say I'm going to shoot you? 
She said, I invoked the fifth, which suggests that the context was Kelsey was doing something. Perhaps Meg was also doing something that would incriminate her. That's the context. That's what I get from it. That's my opinion. That's my read of it. For those of you who have been telling me that I'm biased and that there's only one angle to this story and that a man pulled a gun and shot five times at another woman and that the prosecutors haven't charged him with attempted murder. But I'm biased. All right. So there's more to that. He's been posting on this regularly since the court case began. But the notion is, and again, thank you for indulging me with so much time, court, uh, Casey and Lori, especially you, Casey, because I, I I can just see you chomping at the bit just wanting to get in here. Uh, what Arr. they were saying, <laughs> what they were saying was that there was a friendship between Megan and Kelsey. Megan already knew Tori. She encouraged Kelsey to pursue Tori, which she did. They started a relationship or they had a situation ship. She got sick with COVID, okay? She being Kelsey. While she was sick with COVID and had to return home, Megan then got with Tori, all right? So the night in question that Megan was just describing, she was talking about there was an incident that happened in the car that night but it started inside the house of one Kelsey or Kylie Jenner, Kylie Jenner. And believe it or not, she's going to be a part of the uh, testimony coming in uh, coming days, ladies and gentlemen. It's a hot mess. I could go on and on. But the idea is that what came out in the testimony was that Kelsey, who was Megan's former friend, originally told prosecutors just September of this year that same story that Megan told to Gail King just a few months ago under oath just a couple days ago, ladies and gentlemen, she changed her entire story. She says she lied. And when asked directly, did she see him shoot? She pleaded the fifth. Eyewitnesses, however, claim that there was a physical fight between two women. And that the blasts and the flashes that actually emanated from the gun actually came closer to Kelsey. The DNA prints, and this is the last thing, and I'm going to turn it over to the panel. DNA experts came into the court as well. They testified under oath that the evidence was inconclusive that Tory Lane's imprints were on the weapon. But what they did find was the imprint and DNA of a woman. So what does all this mean? Despite all of this, like I said, the various factions have indeed formed. Is this simply a case of not believing women? Or is this another case where men are allowed to get away with something untoward toward women? Let's turn it over to our panel. I laid it all out. There's a whole lot more to it, but I don't have all day. And I know y'all don't have all day. So Lori and Casey, uh, starting with you, Casey Phillips-Brown, what did I get wrong? Well, you're saying, you know, it started off with Meg accusing him of shooting her. Well, that's not how it started. After the incident happened, Meg refused to tell the police anything. She refused to um, tell on anyone. She was very quiet when the situation happened. She was concerned about his welfare with the police coming and black men and people were getting killed. And so she didn't even say anything. So it's not her that's even uh, making this accusation against him originally. She was forced. The DA was the one who pushed to make this come through. She wasn't even saying anything in the beginning. So it, it really frustrates me just in general with the public making it seem like she's 
trying to get him in trouble and she's doing this to him. When they asked about what happened, she was like, nothing. She tried to get everybody out of there without anybody getting hurt. So even after she gets hurt, she was still protecting him. So that, that thing is just wanted to start there that she didn't bring this case to light. They made her, the DA went ahead and said, you know what, we're going to go ahead and press charges. But she knew that she has, she knew she didn't see him shoot her. She didn't have to accuse him. So why well, did she accuse him? Well, she's saying, he, I, okay, I'm not talking about that part. That, and after it comes out, now she's saying, okay, he did shoot me. But, but she, but why? Because why that's what, in, in her opinion, that's what happened. But why is that her opinion? Because she meaning, was meaning that's what happened. No, that's what. OK, but eyewitnesses testified or eyewitnesses were interviewed and said that there was a fight and had nothing to do with the with the man. No, I don't think that's what they're saying. They said that, I, and again, I, don't, I haven't heard about this fight, but even if there was a fight, that doesn't mean she still didn't get shot. She got shot. No, there's no question. She got shot. Uh -huh. She's accusing the man of doing it. Yes. Yes. And we're on the same he wasn't page even on the one he wasn't even the one that was tustling with her. That doesn't mean it could have been a tustle and he still could have shot her. But his it DNA could have been two different things. Right. They, See, they said I'm it's saying. inconclusive. The problem, they is, didn't the problem say. is well inconclusive. If he fired five times, it should be conclusive. And they did well, testify. Here's my thing. I'm really looking forward to but hearing wait, more because that, it's not over yet. This it's not over. It's not over. I've been watching it like every day or listening to it. Okay, but the evidence it's, thus far is very incriminating. It's, but it's for been her up and down money. all week. Have you heard it? It hasn't been up and down. No, this it is been like, They said that. Really? They know they didn't say really? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Not really. What about the bodyguard who's missing? Where is he? Yes. That's a whole he's not other missing. element. Well, he's not scheduled to testify just yet. I think his testimony is coming up. The police haven't declared him officially missing yet. Uh, they say he's. they know where he's, a, he's accounted for. But okay, yeah, so he's he not dead. He's, he wasn't murdered. Oh, they say, he they, just they run said, away. Well, they said they haven't found him yet. They say, but he's not technically missing. Well, he's not technically unaccounted for. Yeah, they haven't found him yet, but he's not technically. He hasn't abandoned the court case. I guess that's what they're saying. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. This is crazy. And like I said, I was trying to read the article about it. I was trying to listen to the clip you sent. It is drama. It is yes. drama. It is. It's yes. like fiction. It's like stranger than fiction. It's like it's a, you know, it's like watching a, some kind of housewives or some kind of crazy fictional stuff. And and what if? I mean, again, I don't know. I don't. So she wasn't actually hit with the bullet. She was just shot at. Like, well, they, they have fragments that were in her foot that yeah. take uh, the fragments out okay. of her feet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, so what if they were fighting the the two women? And he pulled out the gun and was, you know, shooting to stop them or break them up or I don't know. I mean, that's not what witnesses reported. Witnesses didn't testify to that. They said the flashes that went off from the muzzle of the gun were closer to her, Kelsey. And so, so where was Kelsey? They were she was well, just standing were, there. Well, apparently she was fighting from Megan, and I heard she got the downside of that fight. Megan is Megan is a tall woman. They she calls herself stallion for a reason. She's a she's a mm -hmm. big size woman. But and I don't those legs, man. Uh, she, yeah, she and I don't looking, and, looking good. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. and judging by Kelsey, she doesn't look like a particularly petite woman. She's not you know over the top or anything, but I think she's smaller than Megan the stallion. So if Megan draws back and wants to give her one. It's probably gonna. She's probably gonna feel it more than Megan would, in the reverse. But so nobody else. There were no other witnesses who saw who shot a gun. Nobody. 
Well, the well, aside from the people that testified or presented to prosecutors in the past, they may have yet to be called to the stand, but they have their testimony. They have their sworn testimony that they saw two women fighting and the flash that they saw from the gun was closer to Kelsey.
Christmas Eve, I believe. 76 was the year. Girls and boys full of joy with the season cheer. Smell the sky, hella pies and cakes getting baked. To be ate after everything gone off your plate. But wait, not the night. It's straight beans and rice on the table. Are we able to receive the night? I wonder what the morn bringing so it's hard to doze off. Three o'clock in my socks, I crack the dope song. Hoping when I open the door, I see Santa. Now who the hell is this in this blue bandana? Messing with the boxes that's up under the tree. Look like Santa Claus and crossed into a woman to me. Now I'm coming to see the whole picture get clearer. How we have less as X mess get nearer. Mirror, mirror, please. It seems I've been deceived and thanking Saint Trick for the gifts I received. So I creep back and act like I ain't even peeped it. This'll be me and mom's privacy. Santa Claus. Why would Megan say well, that he he shot her when it was Kelsey? Why you know why why would well, she say that? So the idea is that her boyfriend was also in the courtroom. Okay, I thought he was her so, boyfriend. No, no, no. Her no. Well, at the time at the time she was feeling Tory. I mean, this is another thing. Oh, so this, this is two years ago. This is her new boyfriend. It's two years ago. Yeah, two years okay, ago. Yeah, yeah, another yeah. Okay, case, okay, okay. another case where all these women want you know small percentage of the men with the status and the money. It's the oh, same thing. Oh, wrong. Same thing wait, 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 wait. Same wait, thing all over again. Why would she want his money? She's got well, at the time, she wasn't around. she wasn't a big, big major star. He's not either, though. I've never. Have you he's, ever heard he was, of him? He was at least no. back then. No. Yeah, never. I agree. Never. I, I agree, Casey. I agree. At the time, though, he was about just as big, maybe slightly bigger. She was coming up. She had just had some mixtapes at the time. And she kind of she blew up after this story, kind of like what Rihanna, what happened with Rihanna. Rihanna was already a star. Chris Brown was already a star, but when she came out with what she said against Chris Brown back then, she skyrocketed. Okay, she yeah, went Rihanna was a big star before that. Yeah, and she didn't Rihanna come was out a big star before they, that. The, yeah. the police got involved. I think a lot of these times these women are not necessarily trying to say um, what's happening, but when law enforcement gets involved, then they're having to say, "I don't." Again, so I they don't, can, but they can they can plead all this. I don't know. I don't know. At the time. Okay, Kelsey waited till she got under court when the pressure was on, and now she's trying to save herself. But she's also not saying that uh, Tori pulled the trigger. So my point is this. These women are claiming that they're experiencing all kinds of mental health challenges from this, depression, and rightfully so. They're public figures, and now they're under a significant microscope. Okay? Uh, Kelsey is now married. Okay, she has a husband, and I think she just had a baby because they said as she was walking into mm-hmm. the courtroom, something mm-hmm. about her having and experiencing some postpartum depression. That's no joke. Mm-hmm. That's no joke. And then you have to testify during that time. Um, that can't be easy. So we don't want to minimize that. But the fact that 
they're experiencing, uh, they're, well, they're reporting experiencing so many mental health challenges. And they're talking about, uh, Megan had testified on the stand that she wished Tori had just went ahead and shot her because it had gotten so bad. Well, of course, nobody is clapping about, about that. My I wish he had gone ahead and killed her, not shot her, because he said she Correct. said he did shoot her. Right, right. That's what I said. But I think so what do you, what what do you mean by that? I I, I don't understand what she you said. Mean. It was so much like everybody's harassing her so much. She said, "I wish he would have just went ahead and killed me." Mm-hmm. You know, and said, "You know, because but what's it's, the difference with what I said?" You said that you wish he wish that she wishes he would have shot her. She didn't say that because she did say that he shot her. She said, I wish that he would have just went ahead and killed me, not just shot. So okay. I guess, yeah. So that, but Ron, what do you mean? Like, what is your point about this? My like, point about that is that when we invoke mental health, I'm saying that some of this, there has to be some accountability on her side for being disingenuous. Because even if the police or the DA forced her to testify, she didn't have to say what she said. Let, let, let's assume that that is true. Why does she only implicate him? Well, and she, why are you she, saying she's she being knew, so. she, Because she knew that she was in a tough, according to eyewitnesses, and there's still more to come from this, because what she did testify, what Kelsey testified to in court was that Kylie asked her to leave the house. She was that out of control. And so she was the one that was tussling. She was the one witness to be in a fight. And so, so she deserved to be shot at? Right, right. And, I, oh. and I feel like we don't have... So nobody's saying that. Well, people are nobody. lying back. Kelsey told a whole nobody's other saying story, that. and now nobody's she's changing saying the that. complete story. Who said I'm she not, deserved to be shot? Who said she deserved to be shot? No, I'm not, not I, I know you, no, you I know. can't say so that. So let, let, me, let me finish. I'm saying that when people put themselves in a situation and they exaggerate the truth, they exaggerate what happened, and everybody just runs with it, Without even, we haven't even heard from him. He's been given a order. Right. How do we know she's exaggerating and not telling the truth? Ron, we don't have the trial's not over. We, we don't, don't know. Three or four days in. Her friend Kelsey says she's exaggerating and not well, telling who's the truth. Who's listening to Kelsey? Who there's a Kelsey's 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 You're sitting here on this podcast. Kelsey's under oath. Kelsey's under oath and can go to jail if she lies. Kelsey is under oath. Kelsey has been paid. Kelsey is under oath. We don't know what happened. No, but we but what we do know, Kelsey Kelsey is under oath. You don't that is she's telling the truth. Oath. Kelsey is no, under oath. Come on, Rome. Rome. So many people under lie oath under oath. To fit. So what is people, she trying to protect? People do lie under, people do lie under oath people and lie under people lie to themselves. People lie so to themselves. What, so, people, convince, people convince themselves so much that they didn't do what they said they did. That they'll, they'll, All the evidence will prove that they were guilty and they'll still deny, 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 deny. But if deny. you're telling the people, truth, you stick with it. Johnny Step. Johnny Depp stuck with his truth, and you see what happened. Amber well, Kelsey story, told a totally different story last time. Exactly. She, she told different stories. So how can she be now? She told an entirely how different can, story in September, so and now under oath. Well, exact, exactly. So that's not a good look for the prosecution. That's my whole point. Tori no, has stuck with this story. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're saying that Megan has brought this upon herself because she's told she was disingenuous and that she was not telling the truth. We don't know that. I'm we don't saying, know that. We have not. We, the trial we don't know what. Over. Wait, we don't know what. We don't know that. How is Meg, Meg disingenuous? That's your opinion. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's, it's true. And it's rooted in something. You're really upset right now. Yeah. I don't understand why. 
and you have you have this anger. Or it sounds like, seems like you have yeah. this anger I'm about Megan. Yeah, I'm glad you had it. Yeah, I'm seems like. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like because we're just talking. But, I'm just talking. No, I know. I know, but it, I'm, I'm just but, talking. Don't don't worry about okay. me. I, I'm okay. I got well, my. You sound very text, adamant that this woman is not like you're, you're okay lying. This is genuine. She's accusing her of telling a lie. That was her experience. I, and is it, it sounds to me so like I'm more like people, your opinion of her as a person and what she stands for and who she is and what she represents. It seems like, that, you know, it, the, the comment that you made, the comment that you like. made, uh, yeah, the comment that you made about her, you know, going after that small percentage of men, you know, like, like, yeah, hey, that is true. A, you have, that is true. You, but that yeah, is it might true. be true. It might not be true. That is true. You have, yeah, that that you is true. That is indicative that, you know? of women often fight over the same guys all the time. It's a small men fight over the same women, the same thing. There's most a whole little fight over people. a small percentage of guys that are most men fight over the same. No, they don't. In a small... Yes, no, they, they do. Don't. You have you have no, the whole B2K fell apart no, over don't. April Jones, and now she's with Tay. No, they don't. No, they don't. And then it's stopped by no, you know Dr. Dre. Not to the same degree. No, not even. Yeah, close. you have people in close. the same little tax bracket, and they all kind of mix and match around there. They do. They do. They do mix and match, but that's not what we're saying. I said that there's a lot of women fight over the same percentage, the small percentage of men, and it's a common practice. And I'm saying a lot of women do that. And they wonder why they can't find good men because they're all, and they think all men cheat is because they're picking from the same end of the pool. That's what I was saying. And that is true. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> it is true. It is true. Okay. Do we, this is the stats? Of men that we're talking about. Oh, we have the stats on that. We, we know that eight out of 10 women, uh, we know that the majority of women want a small percentage of guys. We do know that. Lori, I don't, Lori. No, 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 no. No, no, no. So why, do, no. why do so many women think the majority of men cheat like Tory Lanez? Why do, why do so many women think that? It's well, a little off a topic, but I'll, I'll, I'll engage you for a, a lot of second. people do cheat, men and women. Both, right. A lot of people right. cheat. Right. Most of the time, people cheat. Like people cheat. I know, and it's a very small percentage and different. 28% of men, 24% of women admit to cheating, but you don't hear about but the things that women do. You if don't. that many people admit, then it's going to be double or triple that do it. <laughs> but based right. upon what we do know, what the, the stats we do know, 28 and 24 is not a big difference. So we know that they both do it, but yeah. it tends to be a so one-sided narrative that men are doing it more than women in an excessive amount, and women are just sitting no. there in a sweater. I think That's the difference the is the difference That's is the true. reasoning behind the cheating too, right? Like men will have everything that they need in their marriage. They'll have plenty of sex. They'll have plenty of love, they'll no. plenty of affection, and they'll still step outside for whatever reason, because they want X, Y, and Z. They want that excitement. They want that difference. They want more where women usually, again, this is generalizing, but if, if they're stepping out most of the time, it's because they're not getting what they need emotionally, physically, some kind of way from their partner, and they look for that elsewhere. It is well, how is that any different though? Men it's have different. There's different reasons. All I said was there's they people step out for different reasons. But, but you said they men both, don't they have both do it. Yeah, they both do it, but you said women, at least women have a reason. You're saying men have everything they want and they still do it. How, that that's where are you getting that from? Yeah. No, where are you getting that from? I'm getting it from personal experience. I'm getting it right. from what right. I know to be true in my experiences with um, with men who are married, and there's some that you know they say they're oh they're 
they don't have sex with their wives anymore. They haven't had sex with their wives in years and they're just, you know, looking for that, but they don't want to leave because of their children. Um, or, you know, they don't want to break up their family or there's the ones that have right. everything. Like I said, they have everything that they could need. The wives give them well, the sex that they want. They give them the, the, the take care of the kids. They do everything. They just, they just want something different. They just want something else. They just want something more. It's, I would say you both are, 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 um, are right. I think there's something missing from someone. It may not seem like it may seem like they have everything, but apparently there's something that they're that they're wanting. Whether it's they need more validation, you know, whatever it is, that there's something that someone is is missing. Um, I do want to to look a little bit more into this idea of why so many black men, and I'm I'm watching them on you know on social media, are having this this role of. Uh, you know, effect when it comes to a response when it comes to Meg. Like, what did she do to everybody? What has that girl done? She's she's had nothing but losses in these last few years. Overcome the loss of her her parents and been able to still graduate college, do all these wonderful things. And that is just every the 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 response has been so negative. Why did she have to lie about this man? She didn't even tell on him. She protected this man. She didn't so, protect him. Yes, she, she did. When the police came, she, she, she No, when the police she came, she had herself. no reason to protect herself. Yes, she, she protected did. him. No, she had no reason. She didn't no. have to protect herself. Well, she was very worried her. about him when the police came. No, that's she didn't phenomenal. want to get him in trouble. No. So why don't you believe her? No. What has she done? No. Why don't you that's believe a, this woman? I don't believe that story because if you really want to protect him, if you really want to protect society, you would turn him in. Okay? I don't think her not reporting it is because she was doing this altruistic move to protect him. She had skeletons to hide. She had been in she had been in a relationship with Tori. She didn't want that to come out. That didn't come out until she testified on court because she told Gail King she didn't have a relationship with him. She said I didn't have a sexual relationship with him. That don't mean she didn't have sex with him. That's two different things. No, you you're mincing words now. That that's, that's no, I can hear that. She, she, because you had, she sex had a with relationship. That doesn't with mean him. you have a sexual relationship with someone. She had a sexual relationship with him. So every man that's had sex with some woman out there, not saying every, whatever, he's been in a sexual relationship with her. Don't we? We're not doing Don't do that. We're not doing absolutes. We're not doing absolutes. We're not doing absolutes. No, no, no. We're not doing absolutes. We're not going to do absolutes. Okay, hold on, hold on. Time out. We didn't say every. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Thank you for timing us out, but we're not doing absolutes. I didn't say every woman. I'm saying that she had sexual relationships with him. She denied it. And it came out in court. It came out in court. So people are okay. not just coming after her for uh, for this incident because because it's Megan Thee Stallion and people got knives out for this woman. She didn't tell the truth. She lied. And it turns yeah, out that what she's I, upset about is that I'm going to turn to you next, Lori. She's upset yeah. because what also came out is that her man is in court and, you know, she's telling all these stories about all these people that she got with, you know, and she she, you know, She's exercised her options, but what came out in court, and I'm just talking about what came out in court, was that she was also with the baby and Ben Simmons, all after her friend Kelsey had them. So Kelsey the never even met Kelsey, Ben Simmons. They've never even met. That came out that they've never even met. Megan never said that. But what about the baby? We don't. She never confirmed that she slept with the baby. Well, That's what someone else. We don't. Why are we? My thing is, is what does it matter? What well, does it matter? Because they because they, they're trying to establish why were these two women fighting? What were they fighting? Are they yeah. fighting over Tory? They're fighting. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds they're like fighting it. Fighting over so, Tory and a gun but, went off, and yeah. for some reason the man gets blamed. 
<laughs> His DNA is not on the weapon, y'all. This is what I'm it, saying. His uh, DNA is not on the weapon. They didn't say that. It was inconclusive. His DNA. Well, true. They, they all, first of all, the other thing is, what are they doing with guns? Right? Why do we even have that? That's hard. I agree with let's you go there. Let's, let's, let's get, go back let's to that. I agree with you there. Let's get to the Me root too. of the issue. Why are we why are we busting guns out anyway? Anyway, well, come on, people. Right. I'm with you so on that too. They're all shady at that level. We're we're you know, in yeah, they're all they're all doing some scandalous stuff, and they're all changing their story up. And who knows who's telling the truth or not? Oh, but Tori I want to change this story. That's what I'm saying. I, Women have changed their stories. So, so you know, Tori just I, got in trouble for beating up August Alcina, right? I don't know nothing about the that. one with Jada. I know who August Alcina is. Okay, Alcina. Yeah. So Tori just got, got in to trouble for lying. He lied. What, said, what's oh, I got to do, do anything? This? And then they found out what he slapped the guy or something like that. So he lied about that. So we want to talk about if people lie. But so what's that? Like, he has a lie. What's that? Like so he lies too. So he has a history of lying too. What's he just lied about that and got and then found out it was true. What's that got to do with this case? What that he lied too. So, so everybody's lying no. at this point. No, to say you can't say that because the yes. only thing that's come out in court. What you got to talk about what's come out in court. There's still more to come, but what we know in court is that Kate, Kelsey has flipped her story, and mm -hmm. she was brought in to testify on behalf of the prosecution against Tory. And now she's saying something different from just three months ago. You never heard of uh, witness in, um, intimidation? Da, 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 da. No, I, I think the consciousness of the rest of her, she's a married woman now. And I think she's thinking, oh. I'm for this crap. And oh. I, have, so I, think, I think you just have an okay. issue with Megan the Stallion for some reason. No, I, I, I hear it. Actually, I for the record. Or women like record, her, you know. No, I, I, no, I, I don't know where you're getting I, that from. No, I don't. I don't from know. From you, Rome. Saying. From you, you made no. that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that. I well, because I I, I go hard for men. So if that's the that I'm against for women, then so be it. But I do go hard for men who might be falsely accused because I don't think that's right. I think I agree. Made, I agree. I, I agree. Made an allegation about anybody totally else that. that was there that night. She could have made an allegation about anybody else that was there that night. So why him and only? Because him? she said he did it. But why? And I'm believing Meg until we find out it's not true. No, I'm riding with her. But, until, but, but see, I, this, is, this is the problem. That's the mm -hmm. problem, Casey. What came out in court? Uh, her friend. That's her ex friend. Ex friend. Not her. Not her friend. Okay, touche. But it's her friend. It was her former friend, and now she's mm -hmm. saying that she lied. She herself, Kelsey. She said she lied when she said she saw Tori shoot the gun. She mm -hmm. said she lied when she said she heard something about. Dance B or whatever that was. She said, yeah. that, where did that come from? So she's not corroborating her ex-friend's story. And that's why they brought True. her in. She was smart enough to ask for immunity because now she can't be prosecuted. So yeah. what does that mean? That means that they, they can't prosecute her because it's looking based upon eyewitness testimony, not in court, but previously to uh, the legal team. It looks like the gunshot may have come from her because the so woman's prints were found on the gun. So the I'm going to go with this. Man. And I don't have any, I don't know anything, right? I was not there. Believe me, 2020, I was in my house. So I have no idea. <laughs> but I'm going to go with this until we meet again. Because Rome, you have to have us do a follow-up once we go further, okay? Because we got to keep this going. Of course. But I'm going to go with this for right now. What I think could have happened then um, is maybe whatever. Let's say if if there was a tussle, because I don't I don't believe Kelsey, right? But let's say there was a tussle or whatever, and 
Meg is, you know, if you're in the middle of thing, you're upset and somebody's shooting you. Let's say Kelsey said, oh my God, Tori shot you. And Meg's so upset. If I'm getting shot. I'm not, I got hit by a car. Boom. If somebody could have told me anything, I, I, I kind of remember, but it, it's a lot when something's happening to you. Right. My friends are the one like, oh, my God, he was um, he sped off and he did this, whatever. I couldn't see all of it. So maybe Kelsey said, Tori shot you. And Meg was just like, oh, my God. And that's what she thought. I just don't have any reason why this girl is going to blame Tori, especially when she was trying to cover up for him in the beginning. Now, maybe later on we'll find out something, but I'm going to stick with that for now, that Meg believes that man shot her. But why? Whether why she not? saw it or whether Kelsey said, girl, he shot you. And she was like, oh, my God, he did. And just ran. Okay. Okay. I would hope you wouldn't just believe somebody, but maybe that's the only thing that makes sense to me. But I cannot wait to get to further into this trial to see what else happens. Because it's yeah, only been four fine. or five days. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. But I, I don't understand why you don't advocate as hard for somebody that could be falsely accused. Because sometimes we forget. I mean, again, we got brothers. We have fathers. We have uncles. We have cousins. Some of us have nieces, nephews, and sons. And so this knee flex, this knee jerk reflexive reaction sometimes to just believe somebody just because they say it, despite, see, this, this is the thing that gets me with what you just said, Casey. It's like there was testimony in court under oath that what Megan, I got nothing against her. Somebody said in court under oath that what she said was not true. She did not is see it? him fire the gun. And so Megan in that Gail King interview went into enormous detail. But has he, Megan uh, has Megan testified yet? She testified uh, first. Mm -hmm. She testified, she testified first. first. Okay. So mm -hmm. this girl is saying that she's saying it. that mm -mm. Megan she, didn't. Yeah. So, so here's the thing: people lie for all kinds of reasons, and they lie about all kinds of things, and they do whatever they have to do to protect themselves. So we don't know. And I think we should wait, like like Casey said, wait and see what happens and see what more evidence is revealed and see what the jury decides and, you know, go from there. I think um, I think that you can't just because it, he's a man being accused by a woman, assume he's not right culpable here. You know, like that. that I understand you want to support your men and I understand you don't want. We don't want anyone falsely accused or falsely imprisoned ever. for a crime they didn't commit. Ever, 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 especially our black people who are so mm. disproportionately mis, mis, you know, uh, incarcerated wrongly, and then years later, you know, DNA comes out and 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 proves otherwise. You know, so you know, I I don't want that to happen. But I, we can't just say because it's a man, he's he's you know, he's not. He didn't no. do this. Well, no, that's right. just lying and my, about and my, it. And my biggest yeah. issue, we don't ever want a woman to falsely accuse a man of like rape or anything because when a woman who's actually raped comes forward, it makes it so much harder. So, Rome, I am yes. with you about, and I think most women are with you with that. Like, do not lie about something but so you, serious. You're, you're seeing Because it comments, makes it so right. much harder than the rest of, for the rest of us when we have something 100%, 100%. Yeah, but so I think we agree comments, with you on right? that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I agree with you too. But you're seeing the comments, right? It, it's not that the knives are coming out now. It's the fact that they're still saying and singing the same tune. Yeah, the trial's not over. Okay, granted, the trial's not over. But people are still singing the same tune even after that testimony yesterday or a few days ago from Kelsey. And it's it, what Because ain't nobody what believe in Kelsey. Me. Like, we don't know who, I don't but know she, Kelsey from no, But no, no, that's, no, no, no. But here's the thing, but, too. How, how accurate. Is when new information comes in, this is for men, too, because 
The reason why I'm not talking about the men on this, men take responsibility. We have to be accountable because we can't play this game because nobody will believe us anyway. So we know better than to argue with police, to lie to police. I'm not saying 100% of the board. I'm not arguing about absolutism. I would never do that. But I'm talking about the fact that this society coddles certain behaviors from women, even when it's not warranted, even after new information emerges. That's what I'm concerned about. The knives that you're talking about online, Casey, nobody started off coming from Megan Thee Stallion. Yes, Everybody they did. Immediately. Immediately. No, no, no. Everybody was saying, no, wait for the full no, thing to not, come not out. No, not true. No, wait not for the true. whole thing to come out. But no, even with this, no, wrong. That's not true. Immediately. Immediately. Even with this. Well, you, how, I don't know how closely you were following it back then, but I was seeing it. I mean, it's an, they immediately started circling the wagon. So I'm saying they're still circling the wagon today. The men immediately started accusing her of lying and started calling her a man and saying that she's ugly. And they started all the terrible things that they say about her they constantly. Them, first of all, she's not ugly. Well, they call her ugly and then they say she's really not a woman. She's a man. Um, and they were saying she was lying immediately. So there was no, oh, we support her until we find out something different. It was she's lying. No. Yes, I, I followed it from I the beginning. I did. I did. Who is this? Who is this? Like you said, the men in the comments section. Who is this? No, you can All see your on screen, social right? media. Oh, you, no, oh, I'm you sorry. You can see your screen, right? Can you see your screen? Who's this? Yeah. Who's Her that? without makeup. Yes. Stunning, as usual. Yes. Kill him, Meg. Stunning. Get him, girl. Stunning. She's stunning. You know, they call her, but they call her a man, and they say that she's not really a woman. You well, know, you never heard any of those tripping. comments? They tripping. And they yes, call her a, a terrible towards and her. She's so Men, much prettier without all that makeup. And but she wrong. is wearing she is wearing makeup in that picture. A little bit. That's, yeah, her, that's her right. uh, that's her natural look. Uh, Lori. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's she, she, she is I mean, she is there is makeup she's in that. She's a gorgeous picture. girl. With she's no that's her hair. That's her her natural makeup. But they still talk terribly about this young woman for no reason. You know, some knuckleheads talk about Serena Williams. It's like you're not talking about Serena Williams. It's like that look. I know beauty when I see it. That's a beautiful woman that I just had up there. So anybody mm -hmm. that says that she's not, they're crazy. All right. My problem is I think there's too much of an embellishment even after new information emerges. And when you can't get people to at least acknowledge the new information and consider for a fact their original position may have been maybe misinformed, that's what I have a problem with. Because no, there's no amount of truth that can come out. You called it bashing. Casey, but they it's, bash her. Yeah. no, it's like if somebody calls out a lie, that's not bashing. That's but who says she lied? We don't know. I think I've been, I'm just not one in the middle of a trial to be like, okay, see, there you go. Because this trial has been like the, the different stories in the last five days alone. But you got to be careful what you call crazy. You're, you're they right. They bash her constantly. You're right. Like, but, you yeah. be, but you, well, bashing, calling her, talking about her looks, that is bashing. But if you're bashing somebody for something that they did and it's true, that's not but bad. We don't know. But we don't know if it's, it's, know if it's true. true. That's the thing. I'm, I'm, we I'm just don't know. Yeah. True. Touche. I'm talking about the testimony that came out. Okay. She we we know that Kelsey said a whole thing about hey help us number one Tori Tori you know before an under oath uh, Kelsey basically said that um, Tori did it help yeah. you know nine one one he shot no, but he she said this whole thing and then under oath Kelsey either switched or said I plead the filth whatever happened and right but that's had, all we know she, and she had immunity. So she could have said whatever she wanted to say, and it would not have affected her legally in any way, shape, or form. Well, why she not was, oh, she sorry, was pleading the fifth to protect herself and her reputation. Correct. Because she didn't want anything negative to come out about her potential 
alleged involvement. But Correct. it had nothing to do with any legal imp- implications pleading the fifth because she was going to go to jail. She had immunity. She was fine. So, you know, um, her she, she could have said more right. than what she did. And she that, to me, makes me doubt her ethics and her credibility. You saw Kelsey herself, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. Because she could have come out and said she could have said anything under the uh, the, the impetus of immunity. She could have said, mm-hmm. my ex-friend is telling the truth. What does it mean to be broken? Feels like your light has been stolen. Can't recognize you were golden and you don't see that you're loved. Smoking weed on your bonds, isolating yourself. Am I even enough? Then you question yourself. Man, this week has been tough. Been saying that for a year. How do I disappear? Can I hide from my fears? Sometimes a feather can feel like a stone. When you're so weak, you can feel that. She was lonely, taking anyone to the home Getting cozy, internal insecurities Traveling so deep, we all go through our hardships But no life looks so, knees to the carpet And pray you're being guided by a fool so you can't sink Look how far you come and see you've only just started You exist, you alive, you are deserving of life You are a beacon of light, you are determined to fly You have a journal inside, you have the power to write You have the opportunity every day to decide, choose love It might just blossom into a new love But whatever happens, just know that you've won No happiness in it Fake smiles just to deal with all the pain you've been given As a child they didn't tell you that your dreams can come into fruition You've never been to that place you envision. Sky gave you limits you had no choice but to accept Forced into work to contribute to the profit of Britain That sneeze will be blessed But a coffin will kill them Mr Armageddon City This shit might damage your soul They won't take the weight off you when you can't manage the load Like they're just waiting to hear your bones, generational trauma you've had to deal with alone. No father, how did you become a man on your own? Did the best that you could with the tools you alone didn't know how to break the mold, and now you're raising a clone. Gives me comfort to believe you want the best for your seed. Wishful thinking if the intentions don't align with the deed. And if what you hear contradicts what you read, war ready, but travel to this country for peace. Crabs in the barrel, your neighbor feeling the same. But he might screw you if someone offers a payslip No one ever told you your mind is not to be played with No one ever taught you about moderation and patience Under all the eyes and the pressure and the scrutiny Why is mental health a taboo in the black community? Shouldn't be a norm to live your life as a tragedy To live your life in a state of confusion and agony Promises you made reflect the promises they gave you And all these harsh experiences don't reflect your age No family to save you, no friends to aid you Can't even speak English so there's no one to explain to Only God to pray to They denied you of your hope but you found a way through
Yeah. I can't she wait to it. find out what happens. Oh my God, this is well, this is so KCWG, the truth.com. This program's called Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome. And ladies and gentlemen, we're having a rabbit. Now, this one's been heated. We're having a robust <laughs> conversation with two, two of some of my favorite guests on the show. <laughs> and Casey Phillips Brown, who's always starting trouble on here, man. You yep, yep. We're always starting trouble. How in the world do y'all see yourselves in the next coming year? But before we do that, can we do a quick recap of 2022? Uh, your reflections on the year of 2022 in general, you don't have to be specific, your reflections on the year 2022 before we head into the new year 2023. Let's start with that one with Lori Peacock and then swing over to Casey Phillips-Brown. Lori, can you give us a quick recap of your year in 2022 and how in the world are you approaching 2023? Miss Lori Peacock. <laughs> 2022 was not the best year for me. Um, I, I, it was just, you know, I still feel like we're living in such difficult times in so many areas, um, with, with what we're living through every day. It's just so hard, but, you know, and then a uh, mid year in 2022, the job that I absolutely loved, uh, changed and, and got went South and wasn't great anymore. And I had to look for another job and started a new job and, from the minute I started, everything went downhill from there. So it was really frustrating for me. So I had a really rough time with that, um, with that job. And I did my best and I, and I really wanted to be successful, but I was having a hard time. So um, I wasn't there very long, but the good news is, is approaching 2023. I, I, I'm starting a new job come January 3rd. <laughs> and it's a job that I'm very, very, very excited about. Believe in the company, believe in the company's mission, believe in what they're going to be doing. It's better salary it's better options you know it's just everything is just better and i'm working on you know self-improvement working on myself i'm not a resolution person i don't usually do new year's resolutions but but i'm you know i i uh i plan to really just focus on being the best person i can be battle some um, personal demons that i've had for years and addictions that i faced and work on that and just get mm. myself in a better mental state and a better place. You know, you know me, I've been on here before talking about, you know, how I wish I had a man. And, you know, I think, um, I think I just, I need to get myself in a better place, you know, mentally, emotionally, fi financially, all of that so that I can really give all of myself and be a great partner to somebody. So working on getting all those things in line and then hopefully that'll, that'll come as a result. I'm going to keep you prayer and um, good sister, I'm gonna keep you in prayer with that because you never know what someone is going through for sure. And I know things get a little, uh, tussly, uh, on the podcast sometimes, but I really admire your persistence and your courage and your self-awareness to, uh, make some changes in places and areas in your life where it's not easy to make changes. So I want to acknowledge you for that and, uh, say congratulations to you on this fresh new start already. You already have the news coming out of 2022 going into 2023. You know, you got a fresh start coming already. That's got to feel good. It's so good. It's got to feel good. Isn't that what Casey said about Stop Spartan? it. Still, stop <laughs> it. Can you see my movie? Don't you dare. Don't, oh, my God. So good. It's, it's got, got to be a sin. sin. It's got to be a sin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that she's, it's, you got, Rome, when I meet you in person, ladies and gentlemen, we've never met him in person. We've when never I meet met you in person, person we're going Wait, to Casey, sit. you got to say that again. You got to say We've literally. never met in person. We've never met. I've never met Casey. No, we're going to sit and we're going to watch. Oh, my God. Sparkle. Well, 
I'm not saying all We're that. Gonna yes, we are. That's all I'm not saying all that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Lori, seriously, congratulations to you. And, uh, you know, you and I go way back. So I, I'm very proud of you, sis. Seriously. Congratulations. Thank you, Rome. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm I'm just so excited and so hopeful. And, um, you know, my 18-year-old has, has applied to colleges. And wow. so next year, next year, he's going to find out where he gets to go and where he's going to go and get his life going. And I'll have just one left with me, uh, which oh. will be crazy. Um, so I'm I'm actually just so excited about 2023. Looking forward to it, and um, you know I know good things are in store. So thank you. They sure are. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, the youngest one, uh, how old is he? He's 15. He'll be 16 in February. Oh, so you got two more years. So this is probably yeah. He's in he's in 10th grade. Year. Yeah, he's right? a sophomore. So you got yeah, a little more there. time. A couple more, more years, and and he's my you know probably will go to junior college or the nearby state hey. school. So you know he'll probably be with me a little bit long. Well, you know we'll see, but we'll see. Yeah, junior we'll colleges see. are great. Yeah, junior colleges have great programs and, and local state colleges for sure. California, yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. About, well, and well, you know, and I don't mean to, you know, but long, the school district where my kids are, they have this promise where if you get at least a 3.0 and you take a few you know certain number of classes in, in a long beach you go through long beach schools you get into the you automatically get into the, the community college and there's no cost and um mm-hmm. then after two years you, you can automatically go to this transfer to the state school so they have a really nice program for residents here as well so I'll take advantage of that yeah absolutely absolutely right on Lori. well continue success to you and uh stand by okay hey Casey Phillips-Brown is a licensed clinical social worker in Southern California by way of the Bay Area, by way of everywhere, y'all. She's the author of We Just Said No, Casey Phillips-Brown, Treating ADHD Without Medication. Casey Phillips-Brown, how in the world did you come out of 2022? What's your reflections on 2022, Casey Phillips-Brown? And how in the world are you approaching this oncoming year of 2023, Miss Casey Phillips-Brown? Well, well, mine's going to be a little short and sweet, but coming into 2022, uh, like I mentioned, I had been in a terrible, got hit, run over by a car at the end of 2020. So 2021 was really hard for me with just the idea like, you know, not, I didn't walk for a few months. My knees were all messed up. My toes were broken. And so I was all, ah, I was yeah. all sad for the beginning of the year. But um, basically, but didn't you still, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but didn't you still do this show even with a broken foot? I saw you the day after. I got hit by the car Saturday night and we did a podcast Sunday you did morning. Me, wow. you, and Dr. Chase Moore. Oh, wow. I was, okay. a little, okay. I was a little drugged up on the little medicine they gave me at the hospital. Right. But yes, right. I did do a podcast the next morning. Wow. I, I, I made a commitment to you and I didn't want to, you know, wow. say no. At the last minute so but no um 2022 has been full of new and wonderful challenges um i'm gonna keep them a little close to my my chest for right now but 2023 is um gonna be a new direction and i'm excited for all the new things i have in store and once everything is done and talked about you're gonna be one of the first people that i will share with so yeah i'm just looking forward to just growing in my career um and as a person i'm excited about 2023 i'm just looking forward to it absolutely absolutely Well, I know you do. Uh, you're very talented. And see, just just moments like that. I forgot about that. I forgot that you had that setback in 2020. But I do remember it. You see, it came right to my mind. It's like, didn't <laughs> she do the show when she had a broken toe or something like that? 
like, <laughs> well, it was only two toes or like three toes or whatever, but by they found out later it was like five toes had broken once they got a, a x-ray wow. and everything. Yeah, but you I was just I just woke up that morning and I was like, Hello. <laughs> How about that? Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that, dedication. That's that is yeah, dedication. dedication. Yes, I love and, it. I love it. That's, that, that's one reason why I rock with Casey Phillips Brown. I mean, not only is she talented, but she she's a woman of her word. She comes through <laughs> and um, she's often been, uh, especially lately, a frequent contributor. And I, I really do admire your work, though, Casey. I will give you a hard time when you be talking. You do. Stuff. No, I, I'm going to give you a hard time when you be talking that stuff. But I want you to know it's all respect. It's all love for sure, because you're you're very talented. I learned some things about you. Probably starting, y'all. Okay, Lori, you and Casey were here for that nope uh, episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So mm-hmm. it was only I've known, and I'm still trying to remember how Casey and I met. Lori and I met at work years ago. But Casey, uh, my friend, the, the, uh, my friend Dana Stubblefield, she introduced me the to Stubble, you. The Robinsons, yeah, Dr. yes, Casey. yeah, the Stubblefield Rob- oh, Robinson. Oh yes, 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 yes. See, yeah, she introduced why. us and she said, that's hey, why. he does a podcast and you might want to talk to him about your book. And so that's how you first met me. So you you introduced, um, interviewed me for my book and we that's have, how it started. We went from there. We did because she's a social worker or she stopped working once they moved to D.C. Because uh, Lori, uh, she's talking about Dana, who is a social worker, but her husband is a cardiologist. And uh, Reggie's been on here multiple times, but yeah. That's oh, really? Cool. Okay. Yeah, she's also a social worker, and I've t- I've tried to get her on. I think she came on the first time with him together, but since that time, I've been trying to get her to come back. But she's, you know, she she's doing other things now. But it's okay. But that's that was the connect. Okay. Yes, that's that, how you know me. That was the connect. Well, lucky me. That was my lucky star on that one, and uh, I've been blessed ever since. So I just want to say. Oh, You've been a blessing to me. You've been a blessing to this program and podcast, and you've made it very, very exciting. So I want to thank you and wish you all the best and success and uh, keep pushing whatever you are keeping close to your vest. I pray that's going to blow your vest out with nothing but (laughs) blessings. Your cup overfloweth and runneth over, as they say, and plenty of blessings to come for you, your husband and your children. Casey, Thank you. Okay, for sure. So one more thing before I let y'all both go, and I promise you, I'm gonna let you go after this. I want to get your take on this. We kind of do this on the show. I started it last year or maybe toward the beginning of this year with uh, another guest. But what we're going to do is sort of a recap of, I don't know, this is kind of corny. It's a little corny, I'll admit. But a lot of programs do this. It gives it kind of gives you a, a sense of the gravity of the, the year that we've come through. Uh, it's a little bit heavy at times, but it's, it's also kind of reflective, too. So, audience, I know you can't see this. Lori and Casey, stand by. Uh, these are some people that we lost in 2022, okay? So, in memoriam, I believe this is DJ Twitch, Stephen Boss. He was with Ellen DeGeneres. He's a, he's a dancer, yeah. He's not, he wasn't a real DJ, but yes, he was a dancer. He was a dancer? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he um he self-deleted, unfortunately. I don't know what was happening with him, but God bless him. God bless he and his family. We lost uh Steven Twitch Boss. We also lost Kirsty Alley. Lori, I remember I asked you about her. Wasn't it a trip? We we I don't think very many people saw that one coming. We also lost Bob McGrath from Sesame Street. What y'all know about Grover? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know who these guys are. I know Grover though. Or is that Elmo? This- 
Oh, Elmo! Elmo at the that's right. Yeah, that's yeah those are all new. Those are all new characters. But Grover, that's Grover, right? Mm-hmm. Grover and Elmo are the only two that I know. Oh, okay. Are they like cousins or? What, 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 <laughs> I don't know. They're not. I don't know their lineage. You no. don't know their lineage. Okay. I don't think they're related, but I I grew up on Sesame Street. I was a Me Sesame too. Street girl, wow. and I loved that show. And I learned a lot from that show. And I still remember songs and sketches and skits and things I learned right. as a very young child. And so you know, whenever anybody from Sesame Street passes away, it makes me very very sad. I know, I know. That was our foundation. Same here. Bob McGrath was ninety years old from Sesame Street. Rest in peace, Bob. Uh, we also lost pitcher Gaylord Perry. We also lost, oh my God, Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac. Y'all, the first time I heard Fleetwood Mac in the 70s, I was it was AM radio. Uh, this was when I was bust. Did y'all, were y'all bust when y'all were kids? Yes, mm-hmm. I was bust. You were bust, Lord? Bust. So on the way mm-hmm. to the school bus, they used to play Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. And I'm like, this group don't sound like a black group. Cause you know, I, I grew up in the hood. So mm-hmm. we had, you know, the hood radio station was KDAY, K-Day. And so mm-hmm. they were playing Dreams on K-Day. I'm like, who is this group? Who's that singer? I mean, that was Stevie Nicks' voice. But I came to later find find out that Christine McVie was a major, major, major contributor to the band Fleetwood Mac. We just lost her. I'm a huge, huge Fleetwood Mac fan. And my two go-to karaoke songs are Dreams and Say You Love Me, which is Christine McVie's one of her solo mm-hmm. songs or lead lead songs. Um, I'm I, that one was hard for me. I've seen Fleetwood Mac in concert several times. Oh wow! Uh, where she's played sometimes, a couple times she wasn't playing with them. She wasn't touring with them, but I have seen her a few times. And I mean, I'm a, I, that one hurt me. And you know, right? it's, it's, and they've got beautiful, beautiful music. I, I, I'm a child of the '70s too, and I like all different types of music. I like all genres and and stuff, but um. But I really, Fleetwood Mac would be one of my top five favorite artists, and so I'm, I was very sad. Um, I just did a karaoke the other day, and I did "Say You Love Me," and I, you know, I said, uh, you know, here's what here's the, the late great talented Christine McVie, wow. who I could never, I could never emulate, but I can, you know, at least pay, oh, wow. pay tribute to. So, oh, I, I did karaoke, and I did it. <laughs> I did a tribute to Irene Cara. Look at us. Guess wow. Show them love. Show them. Show them love. love. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac hit differently for me. Yeah, Lori, thank you for sharing that one. And speaking of which, oh, speaking of Aww. which, Irene Cara, we just did this one. Uh, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, didn't we, Casey and Lori? Yeah, yeah. yeah. at the age yeah. of 63 from fame. Beautiful picture. Fame. Of her. Oh I love God. that picture, man. Y'all, I mean, y'all want to give us another quick take on uh, Irene Cara? This was a big yeah, you one. Need right? to, you need to watch Smarko, mm-hmm. huh? Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> so you can't Moving even on. talk on it unless you see This is about it. Irene and, and Lord, Cara. How does, he, how does he love music so much and hasn't seen? Oh, and I know you haven't seen it in a while, but that's okay, Lori. Because you're going to watch it again. We're going to all have a whole get together. We need to do it. We I'm do. wondering if there's any no, way we can do it on the podcast. We can do it on Zoom. You know, and like just talk and do it. a look at talk through it. Yeah. And talk through it. Yeah. Oh. That would be cool. You know what's funny? Yes. She just let you ease right on past, not having seen it in a long time, Lori. <laughs> because she's at least seen it. She's seen it. She's, she's seen it. And she's not a DJ. You're DJ Rome. You have to have seen Sparkle. I have the soundtrack. 
you have the I difference have of Lori. He doesn't understand this part too. That the movie Aretha Franklin isn't singing in the movie. Irene Cara mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, Lynette McKee. They're singing. They are amazing in it. So it's it's mm-hmm. hard. You know, it's two different soundtracks. So you have one Rome, but you haven't seen the acting and the young love. It is so um, good. I don't know what you think. We need to. It's yeah, so we good. Watch it's got it. to be a sin. It's yeah, got we're gonna watch it, Lori. Lori, come on. Yes. We're gonna have an episode, and he's gonna yep. play it, and we're gonna in each scene, we're gonna. Irene he's gonna Cara. love it. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be we'll great. Yeah, we'll do it on Zoom. We'll do yes. it on Zoom. Yes, Irene. Yes, we'll Irene. You see what you've done, Irene Cara. These ladies probably. <laughs> no, you're it. gonna love it, Rome. That's gonna be an excellent episode. It's gonna oh be one of your God. best, and you're gonna be so glad yep. we did it. Irene Cara, yeah. thank you. Rest in paradise, Irene Cara. <laughs> yep. uh, John Aniston was 89. I don't know if you guys remember him from Daytime Emmy Achievement Awards, best known as Victor Curicus on Days of Our Lives. Anybody ever watched that soap opera? I haven't really watched Days of Our Lives. Okay, he looks familiar. I was an All My Children girl, but I did. Me too. Yeah, Yeah. Channel 7, right? I wasn't, yeah, Yeah. Channel 7 all the way. So rest in peace, John Aniston. We also lost Gallagher. Oh, I need Jeffrey Kelly for this. The comedian Gallagher, 76 years old, best known for his comedy routine in which he would use a sledgehammer, which he called his sledgeomatic. Oh my God, Gallagher, 76 years young. Rest in peace, Gallagher. Thank you for all the laughs. Uh, Kevin Conroy, uh, the voice of Batman. We had uh, the great uh, award-winning comic book creator Hannibal Taboo on not too long ago. We uh, paid tribute really briefly to Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. I know y'all done watched some Batman cartoons. This was the voice right here. Uh, mm-hmm. He was going through it for a long time, and uh, he finally succumbed to cancer, I believe, on November 10th at the age of 66. So, Kevin Conroy, thank you for all the memories. May you rest in paradise. This is Nick Carter's little brother, right? Aaron Carter. We lost Aaron yeah. Carter on in, uh, November 5th. Man, just last month. Uh, mm-hmm. Nick Carter was in the Backstreet Boys, right? One of his, uh, one of the Backstreet Boys came to one of my events, but Aaron Carter, I think, was suffering from, uh, he was going through some stuff, I think. Yeah, I didn't hear, I just heard everyone saying he has such a t- tough life. Apparently, he was on one of those reality shows, and I guess yeah. that talked a lot about what happened. I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's just being a child star, but I was just sad. I didn't know what happened, but the, the talk was yeah, the business. It's the business. It's hard being a young star. It really is. It really is. Rest in peace, Aaron Carter. Yeah, it says he was suffering from some kind of addiction. Rest in peace, Aaron. We're going to miss you, man. Take off. Now, uh... Visca brother was Chris Nick Kari Ball. His stage name of the Three Migos was Takeoff. Uh, apparently, he wasn't even involved in the incident. I think it was just rant. I mean, he was there. I mean, they were playing dice, and it, it just went left. Uh, this was shocking to most people because everybody considered Takeoff to be the least rah rah of everybody in that group, from Quavo to 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 the other one that I think is with Cardi uh, B. Yeah, Offset. Offset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they, this was shocking to a lot of people. Are either of your kids into uh, Three Migos or Amigos? <laughs> Amigos, no. yeah. Um... Amigos, I mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, rest in peace, take off. Uh, gone too soon. Oh my God. Yeah, 20, definitely. You know, definitely. 28? That's too soon, y'all. Too soon. Yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh my God. Age of 87. Great balls of fire. Whole lot of shaking going on. Oh, man, Mr. Jeffrey Keller was on and uh, we uh, paid a little uh, brief comedic tribute to him because he had a very colorful past. Jerry Lee Lewis did, to say the least. But uh, he's gone on off this mortal coil. Jerry Lee Lewis, 
Rest in peace. Uh, Julie Paul, age 49. Leslie Jordan, age 67, from Ally McBeal. I ain't gonna front. I, I had to work on the nights that Ally McBeal used to come on, and I used to watch that show religiously. I don't remember that character, but uh, that was one of my favorite shows when it was running. Rest in peace, Leslie. I remember him uh, from uh, we, uh, Will and Grace. Will and Grace. Will oh, and Grace. okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, great character, great part in that. Wow. Okay. Man, so we're not going to get to all of them because I'm only on October. Ashton Carter. Let me see if I can go through these. Robbie Coltrane, Scottish actor. Oh, not Angela Lansbury. She died at 96 years old, October 11th. Murder She Wrote? Oh, my God. I read up when she passed. I read up a little about her. There was a reason why she... um, She had a very interesting, colorful past, too. Not, I mean, not in a negative way, but it sort of fueled the career that we came to know her as. I think she was on stage first. Mm-hmm. On television. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Angela Lansbury. Oh, okay. Let me see if I can get through these. Rest in peace, Angela. Loretta Lynn, country... Oh, my God. Country music icon. Passed away at the age of 90. Loretta Lynn. Oh! All right, Casey. You, I didn't have a chance to get you on the show when this happened, I don't think, but I think you told me offline. We lost Coolio, ladies and gentlemen, at the tender young age of 59. Casey Phillips-Brown shared a warm uh, reflection at the time. Uh... Uh, real quick, Casey, you you want to go into that real quick, or you, you want to? No, no, he was just one of the. Um, I used to do uh, celebrity interviews, and he was one of the people I interviewed. So I just shared it with Rome. He was very pleasant, and it was just sad to hear that he was lost so young. It's just really yeah. hard. So many of our rappers, it's just really heartbreaking. Sure is. Rest in peace, Coolio. Off to that gangster paradise. Hillary Nelson, forty-nine. Louise Fletcher, eighty-eight. Uh, Farrell Sanders, Mr. A. Scott Galloway and I pay tribute to him. Great saxophonist, passed away at the age of 81. Rest in peace, Farrell. Hilary Mantel, Jean-Luc Godard, Kenneth Starr, another polit- political figure, died at the age of 76. Queen Elizabeth II. You know, the royalty uh, hits a little differently um, uh, for a lot of ladies worldwide, I think. So I-, I can only imagine what this did to a lot of ladies. Rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. Bernard Shaw. Uh, this is a politics show, ladies and gentlemen. I remember when the Iraq war broke out, Bernard Shaw was right there. Just giving us the blow by blow as rockets were flying over his head in Iraq. Passed away at the age of 82. Rest in peace, Bernard Shaw. I could go on and on, but I think I better land there. It was a tough year, y'all. It was a tough year. Yeah.
So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to sign off for this year for 2022. Uh, final thoughts from me. I just want to thank, I, I just feel very grateful. I feel great, very grateful. I agree with uh, both Casey and Lori that there have been uh, a, a boatload of challenges for the year of 2022. And I pray that we all have some things uh, brewing that we're holding close to the vest, as Casey Phillips Brown put it so eloquently. I think I said chess. I didn't. I thought it was chess. You're always correcting me, Lori. You see no, me? I think I said chess. I think I said it wrong. Why do you have to correct me between chess and vest when I'm giving her her props? Right. I feel like you're right. My bad, y'all. Sorry. Why? 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 We're going to work this on out in 2023. We're going to work it out in 2023. But yeah, so we much. Can't we can't work it out. We can't work it out. Hey, another Stevie Wonder song. Or was that he may have gotten that from the Beatles, but I, I remember Stevie. Yeah, but he did, he did, he did both. both yeah, both. absolutely. Well, that's our show, y'all. Psychotic Bump School is the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of bunk and soul. My name is DJ Rome, and you know we're here every Monday evening from 5:30 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time. And it repeats once again on Friday evenings from 6:30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific time. Check back with us. We shall return next week. Also want to thank our very, very special guest for the evening, Lori Peacock, licensed clinical social worker Casey Phillips Brown. And I want to thank all of you, the guests who have rocked with us for 2022 on Psychotic Bum School. I cannot thank you enough. Merry Christmas to you all and have a happy new year. And once again, as always, I want to send a very, very special shout out to Mr. Frank Starks, who is the Iron Man behind the board. And we're out of here, y'all. We'll see you in 2023.